Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology podcast for April 2014. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. On today's show, I'm joined on the line from Melbourne, Australia, by Dr. John Wentworth and Professor Paul O'Brien to discuss a paper that is published in this month's issue. It's nice speaking to the two of you. Thanks very much. Hi, Nikolai. Could you start by setting the scene? What is your paper about? Well, Nikolai, this is a randomized trial asking the question, does substantial weight loss uh, have a major impact on diabetes in people who are overweight but not obese? So in other words, these are people who represent the the vast majority of our community with type 2 diabetes. Uh, They don't uh, have or they don't often consider themselves as having a weight problem and who would not normally be considered eligible for the treatment we provided which was gastric band surgery. And the background of the study, which might be of interest, is that we had already done a randomised controlled trial in people who were mild to moderately obese, which we published in JAMA in 2008, and found that the group who had weight loss generated by surgery did substantially better than the ones who didn't. So we're really extending the findings of that study into a group who are no long, not obese. Thanks, Paul. What would you say is novel about this diabetes study? Firstly, this is the first time a randomised trial of surgery has been performed in this weight category. And in fact, it's one of the first studies reporting uh, quite high quality outcomes for diabetes in this population. So previously, in people who were overweight but not obese, There have been a number of case series that have reported uh, variable benefit in diabetes using operations that are uh, far more invasive, these so-called bypass procedures uh, and interposition procedures where uh, the bowel is rerouted to promote malabsorption without necessarily uh, attaining weight loss, operations that are far more hazardous than the gastric band that we've used in this study. The other feature to point out is that this is really metabolic surgery. We're no longer in bariatric surgery. We're no longer treating obesity. We're treating a metabolic problem. So we're using something derived from bariatric surgery to treat a metabolic problem. And that, I think, using a randomized control format, that is truly unique. That leads me nicely into my next question, which is just to ask the both of you what the main findings of this research was. The main finding was that the gastric band achieved diabetes remission far more readily than our standard multidisciplinary medical management paradigm. Just over 50% of the gastric band group achieved diabetes remission compared to 8% of the control group. And we used a very rigorous measure of remission. It was the glucose tolerance test off uh, medication. So we also had HbA1c that was consistent with remission, but we used the gold standard test to define remission. And certainly it was uh, quite clear that weight loss following surgery was strongly associated uh, with diabetes remission. And these patients were treated as day patients They had a procedure which had no adverse events at the time of the surgery at all. So it's a simple, safe, short-stay, relatively modest-cost procedure changing a disease. I think that's worth noting. Absolutely. What are the implications of this study? Well, this, I think, opens the discussion about what our weight limits should be, or at least our cut-offs should be for offering surgery, for, uh, weight loss surgery for people with diabetes. 
So currently, uh, all international societies uh, have the bar set at 35 uh, kilogram per square metre, a body mass index of 35, as, as where you would start the conversation about bariatric surgery. We, in our previous study published in JAMA, suggested we could lower that bar to 30. And now, in this study, we're really saying that you're still